I, I thought you pour your drinks during the after show, man. But I want to get lit now. It's just water. That's, I'm not getting. I was saying, what is that? <laughs> that looks like some sort of weird fizzy twelve dollars a bottle of water. No, it's not that much. Eleven ninety nine. Oh, okay. No, not really, not really, no. <laughs> it was on sale. It was the only big bottles they had. So, yeah. Um, Do you know, <clears throat> I know this probably tastes really good and all that, but we have upstairs, Tepe. <clears throat> hmm? We have Tepe water. You have what is called city water. Yes. I get sick on that. Why? Chlorine. Chlorine's good for you. You go in pools all the time. No, I don't. <laughs> mm. The pools I do go in are bromine, and whenever I'm in a chlorine pool, I'm usually feeling like crap for about two, three days. Oh, my God. No, I, I get sick to my stomach on it every time. I do. Make all right, fine, <laughs> fine, fine. Uh, all right, let's hear more about John in this episode. I want to hear about some of your projects. Well, I, I started life. I was apparently born in uh, like Detroit, Wayne County area, um, almost 32 years ago. How about roll intro music? Oh, I, I like that. Let's start with that. It's time to hit the trail, lock in those hubs, and throw it into low range. Because you are listening to Wheelin' with Keith and Johnny Orange. Broadcasting from the Thin Line Off-Road Studio. They're here to talk about 4x4s, trucks, and everything to do with enjoying the great outdoors. Buckle up. Here's your hosts, Keith and Johnny Orange. John, um, so this is episode 63. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are back to back recording 62 and 63 tonight. Um, just for full disclosure of our listeners, so but they're gonna have to wait a week to well, they've already wait if they're listening to this, they've already waited a week to hear it, unless they uh got a time machine like a DeLorean with a flux capacitor or something. But well, I mean, that would have, that would have to work so backwards for that to happen, though. They go in the future and listen to our episodes, yeah, but they'd have to have that now before the next one even releases, I guess so. It's possible. I, Stranger I, things I, got, I got into a whole time <laughs> thing with the time dilemma conversation the other day with somebody on Facebook. It was ah. it was asinine, but in the end, I think they were like, oh, my God, he's right. But, I want details uh, later. If I can remember them exactly, <laughs> because it, it definitely got pretty deep there for a minute. It was... Yeah. I know what it was. All right, we'll just do it now. Okay. Because we got time. Mm-hmm. All the time in the world. <laughs> um. <laughs> So you've have you seen the fake uh, poster going around on Facebook for Back to the Future Netflix series? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a stock. I thought it was fo- just a new movie. No, it, I didn't realize it, it is. A- it is fake. It keeps uh-huh. saying that um, Jim Carrey and Noah Schnapp are going to be in a new Back to the Future. That would be awesome uh, series on Netflix. Hmm. I have dug and dug and dug and dug because I am a huge fan of the Back to the Future series, mm-hmm. the the trilogy. Yeah. Robert Zemeckis, who's still alive, has mm-hmm. said multiple times, multiple times, that there is absolutely no way they're ever going to do a remake or a continuation hmm. while he is still alive. Now, obviously, people could throw a lot of money at him yeah. and he could go it's the other way. before. If I mean I don't know maybe he's a man of his principles or something I don't know we'll yeah. see. I mean look what happened with Ghostbusters. 
well, that it's one this month, I think. Uh, next year they pushed it back till next year. Oh. Now, yeah, they, I, the Ghostbusters thing is next year now. Who do I have to stab? That makes me I mad. don't know. No, it's who you have to call. But um, <laughs> who do you call? But uh, anyways, I mean, who do you stab? Wow. That would be like Ghostbusters R-rated version. <laughs> but uh, anyways, that's a good one, man. Yeah, Z- Zemeckis <laughs> has said multiple times that is not going to happen. Mm. Um. I believe fully that the fan art thing that they that is circulating on Facebook is fake, simply because I don't recognize the photo of Noah or of uh, Jim Carrey mm-hmm. with the beard. Um, Noah Schnapp in the picture on the poster, the movie poster, uh, is about four years younger than he is now. Gotcha. Because he's in Stranger Things, he's mm. almost as tall as Jim Carrey now in real life. Ah. So unless Wait, which they, one is, which one is he? Uh he's main the main little boy. Um, Mike. Mike, I think he's oh. Mike. I think he's Mike. Holy crap, he got tall. Well, I mean, he's taller, but I <laughs> I don't think yeah. that. Jeez. Unless they filmed something two three years ago in complete secrecy without any of the Hollywood spies knowing. It's, it's been done before. It's been it's done before, but. Unlikely, but possible. Unlikely. So the tagline on there is they found a car, they didn't know it was gonna they didn't know where it was mm-hmm. going to take them. So people are like arguing back and forth on one of our mutual friends' timelines. Yeah. And there must be where I saw this. Yeah, oh okay. so you might have. And they're yeah. they're saying the car was destroyed in the end of the third movie, so this mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. It can't be a continuation, it's gotta be a remake, blah blah yeah. blah blah, this and that. Well, the point I made, and I actually started to make one point, and I deleted it because then mm-hmm. I realized that it would be a uh, paradox. But the the point I made was that if they indeed found a car, they could have found the car at really any point in the timeline of mm-hmm. the movies. That's that's where I remember reading this. And they could have returned it. Yeah. it to the same point that they found yeah. it. So if, but you got to think about how many points in the movie was the car operable. Mm-hmm. Because that was always the gag of the movies yeah. is the car broke down and yeah. Doc Brown had to fix it. Mm-hmm. So they would have had to have find the car, like probably like in Back to the Future 2 when Biff steals it from the street yeah. and takes off and creates the alternative timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, they maybe found it in the alternative timeline in Biff's universe. Yeah. Get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That so, you know, you could do it that way, but... Obviously, they're not going to find the car at the yeah. after Back to the Future Three because it's hit by the train. And, yeah. and spoiler alert: Don't if you've never seen that movie, Jesus, I mean, if you've never seen that, shame on you. Exactly. Go watch it. My other thought was because <laughs> Noah Schnapp in the fan art creation, which I'm calling it that until I improved otherwise, mm-hmm. the fan art creation. Noah Schnapp's wearing a 1950s getup. Late forties, early fifties shirt. Mm-hmm. He's wearing what kind of looks like a bowling shirt, but there was a popular style around yeah. like 1951, 1952. Mm-hmm. They dig the car out of the mine in 1955 in Back to the Future Three because it had been. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, he had buried yeah, yeah, yeah. it underground in 1895. Yep. That's what it they was. They pulled yeah. it out. So theoretically, uh, they could have found the car in the late forties, early fifties. Yeah. <laughs> Use the car, put it back. That'd be a weird timeline. There, there's so many ways and things they could do with it. They could always go with, you know, Doc started another one and just never finished it, too. 
True. I mean that that that's another they you know cleaning out this old guy's garage. Family estate's no longer in existence. Oh look, what's under this tarp? Lo and behold, there it is, and they know nothing of it. Figure, well, let's get it running. Or all the parts laying on the ground from when the train hit it Mm -hmm. were thrown in a pile somewhere, and they they reassembled the car. Or that, yeah. You know. Yeah, that that could be. You know. Again, there's so many so many ways. Yeah. Highly doubt Jim carries the new Doc Brown. That would be awesome, though. Highly (laughs) doubt Noah Schnapp is the new Marty McFly. Uh, If it's real. That would be awesome. Here's the deal. I think it would be sacrilegious and almost disrespectful to do it while Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd are still alive. I thought Christopher Lloyd died. No, he's still alive. Uh, I think he's still alive. Go ahead, Google. I don't care. We're in the middle of the show. Whatever. Yeah. I, I No, I'm pretty sure he's still alive. Oh, I'm going to actually ask. No, Spock died. How old is Christopher Lloyd? 81 years old. 81. Yeah, he's still alive. Oh, yeah. So, okay. cool. They could theoretically continue on with the train, the flying train at the end of the mm-hmm. third one or whatever. They well, could they could have him as Marty's son. Or Doc's one of Doc's kids. Or, or Marty and his mom's son from the first one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you see a different movie? Did you see how Netflix? Did you see that online? I'm thinking I think I'm thinking of a different one. Netflix, mm. do you see the way that they advertised the Back to the Future series? No. It was something along the lines of a time travel movie about a guy going back in time and falling in love with his mom. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the one on Facebook a few weeks ago going around. It was a picture, and it's like somebody was getting in their car, this picture fell out. I saw it after they left. If you know who they are... You know, I'd like to return this picture to them. The back says mom and dad, 1960 or 50-something. Okay. Everybody was sharing this. Almost nobody realized it was Marty's mom and dad. It was like the the picture from the dance. (laughs) (laughs) Who does not... (laughs) Recognize Crisp, it, Crispin Glover and yeah, you have to look for a oh minute. Oh my god, I, I can't think of her name for a minute. I let's see if I can find that picture here. Yes, I know who. They, I mean, yeah, but anyways, the same actress that was in Switched at Birth, she played the mom and Switched at Birth. Um, but anyways, uh, this is such a car heavy episode. I mean, we're talking <laughs> about flying time traveling DeLoreans. I mean, we does that count? Train. <laughs> we mentioned a train. Yeah, steam powered. There you go. Yeah. Man. There we go. This is totally not where I saw this episode going whatsoever, but whatever, man. Um, Say it was like this picture or something. It's Crispin Glover. I can't think of that actress's name, though. I don't know. Was it? Nobody recognized that. Are you serious? Are people that dumb today? uh, Apparently so, yeah. I mean, it it happened. I mean, here's (laughs) the deal. I get that people are going to be like, It was this one. It was that picture. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Um, people, I get, people are like, oh, well, of course, you know, my kid's only 12 or 15. It's, it's, the problem is they don't look at the picture, they look at the title. Lost picture, help me find them. They read the title, they don't look at the picture, they hit like and share it. That's get, why it works. I'll give you that. <laughs> but then on the same point, you know, people be like, oh, well, you know, I'm only 15 or I'm only whatever. I've never seen those. Yeah. Your parents failed you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, that was one of my mom's all-time favorite movies. Yeah, my kids have all seen Back yeah. to the Future. I've, I've they love it. those movies. Yes, I've seen it so many times. You know, maybe I'll watch that tonight. That sounds like good plans. You can see them on Netflix right now. Uh, even better. <laughs> I don't they, even have to dig out the DVD. They completely uphold um, to time. I mean, granted, they're dated in certain ways, and 2015 didn't end up being as cool as we thought it would be. Yeah, true, true. I really yeah. wanted them laceless shoes. I know. God, it's already five years ago now. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, Anyways. But you know what? I mean, Robert Zemeckis, he had this vision in 2015. We'd have flying cars, mm. and we would have, you know, uh, the 3D that just comes out in daylight, like the shark that comes out. We'd have the oh, hoverboards yeah. and all that. Um, but at least we're at a point where... Um, we can argue about whether or not a mask should be worn, or we're not going to get into that. Or uh, <laughs> what? What are some of the other things that we're doing right now as a society? It's supposed to be keeping distance from other people, gloves, no coughing, sneezing. Not it. Uh, for the first time ever, I'm seeing things as they don't go out if you're sick. Mm. <laughs> you would think that, but the society's evolved to a point. You got to work. You got to make money. Everyone works when they're sick. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Yeah. Oh, well, I got dark <laughs> real quick. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> we've gotten to a point where we have to put warning labels on Tide that says do not eat. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, flying cars, warning labels on Tide Pods. <laughs> we've really devolved. It's sad. Sorry, Robert. We uh, totally uh, failed you. Yeah. Anyways, let's get back to some cars. So, anyways. All right. So, I wanted to find <laughs> out from you. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> And I swear I want this to be end of this bar pen eliminator <laughs> shit, but um, I want I, I I have never rebuilt, reworked Fox remote reservoir shocks. Mm-hmm. I've never ran any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a number of people that have. A number of people yeah. swear by them. I know a number of people think that they're overpriced junk. Uh, <laughs> you know. So we already talked in a previous episode how yeah. you bought these used ones. They were from a Raptor. Uh, Silverado, lifted Silverado, Silverado, gotcha. Yeah, yep. and uh, they were, uh, and you took them apart and you cleaned yep. them up and took off the nasty blue house paint that was on them. Okay, stripped them down to the original finish, uh, just matte clear coated them. You talked about honing them out and all of that. <coughs> yep, were did, you able that. To, did you have to get replacement parts for them? Uh, just seals. So I replaced all these are the racing series, so they have bearings instead of bushings. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm running bushings. I modified some polyurethane bushings to fit. Uh, so I, I have poly bushings on them. Um, okay. But yeah, to rebuild a Fox Shock, assuming it, it didn't leak oil, you're probably looking about ten bucks a shock. And then, how easily <laughs> are how easy are they to rebuild? So uh, that's not cut. Johnny Orange easy that takes fourteen weeks to do uh, <laughs> project work. No, I was going to say it. that's a bit of a loaded question. Okay. The ones I got were in a lot rougher shape than I thought. Okay. All the end caps had all kinds of paint and crap that was painted over, jammed up in the ends. It it took about two days to get them all torn down. Uh, two full days. Full days. No, working a couple hours a day. Okay. So it normally, assuming they're clean and in good shape, should be able to do it in a day. Are you saying like uh, somebody could buy some used ones and maybe a day after work could get them all ripped down? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. All yeah. Right. So not you're going to put a little time into them. You know, it's an expensive shock. 
The ones I have retail about two fifty a piece. Okay. But they're they're serviceable and they're tunable. You know, if if, if you have a bushing go, do you tune them like C minus, <laughs> B plus, C minor, B minor, B minor, oh, plus not, or minus? Sorry, C minor. <laughs> I'm not a musical guy, but no, the. The, there's different shims that make up the compression and rebound valving. Okay. Um, you can change the order to change how they'll react. You can get different shim stacks for them. So it, it's completely tunable and customizable however you want to do it. How do you know how to tune them? <clears throat> I have no idea. <laughs> I'm running them as configured. I, I never so got that So if they anymore. were tuned for a Chevy Silverado, uh, <laughs> then... They would be... You would think they'll be stiff. Um I'm going under the assumption that they'll be all right because they were set up for two shocks in the front, two on each side. Okay. So four total shocks in the front, two on either side. Were these all in the front of the Chevy? The four that I kept are, yes. I'm running two in the front, two Would in the rear. Would you sell two of them or something? Uh, no, I have two of the rear ones. They're a lot longer travel. I can't oh, use them. Okay. Way too long for me. <laughs> Un, uh, fully extended, I think they're 31 inches mount to mount. <clears throat> all right. So... I'm, I'm assuming, I'm, I'm figuring the valving is going to be all right on that. You know, much heavier truck versus mine, which is not, should be okay. What are you looking at? I would say we're still recording. Oh, yeah, lights are still on. <laughs> so, um, <coughs> so, yeah, the valving, I mean, I might need to tweak it. I don't think I will. It was hell trying to push these things down to install them. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, they feel great. I haven't run them yet. I, I kind of ran out of time. I have one reservoir left to mount in the rear frame, and then I'll be done ready to test drive it. So Very nice. we'll see. I've, I've heard people say they can be extremely stiff. I, I don't know. And, again, you can change the air charge that's in them. That will change how they're acting and reacting. You can change the valving. Um, these ones are the remote reservoirs, so they have a little extra travel with that. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's just so much you can do with them. I mean, they're... I love the idea of serviceability. Something I can rebuild. You know, I it buy seems one like there's all science to tuning them, though. <clears throat> there is, and again, I never got that into it. Um, I mean, there's base, there's basic recommended things that you can get, and that's what most people do. But the, you know, they're shims. You know, little to big, bigger towards the piston. Mm -hmm. You move one of the big ones down, it's going to make whatever stroke that is softer, because that resistance has changed its location. No, I get you. So, I get you. Yeah, again, it seems like a lot a science of science, too. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, if you go with recommended valve stacks, though, from Fox or one of the, the service centers, I got all my parts from CarTech Off-Road, and I'll, I'll plug them because they, they were awesome. I had questions. I called the guy. I talked to him for probably 20 minutes. He's the one who said to make sure you hone the cylinders out to make sure, uh, you know, good surfaces. Asked him any other recommendations. Awesome people. Super knowledgeable. And got j almost everything I needed from That's them. That's CarTech? Yep, CarTech Off-Road. Okay, <clears throat> where are they out of? Uh, California. Okay. Stupid fast shipping, too. It was awesome. Did they, um, <clears throat> uh, did they have, like, could they tell you, like, how to put the stack together or no? The... <sighs> Is there is that online? Like I have a D Jeep oh, TJ. Um, yeah, there's there's gonna be those kind of guides out there. They probably would if I asked, but I didn't ask because I wasn't planning to change it. Okay. So you know, I told him what I'm coming from, what they came from, what they're going to, and he said, "Yeah, it should be fine." So. Yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> God, excuse me. Sorry. You bear. <clears throat> Take no, some water. I just need some water. Um. 
But no, I just love the idea of being able to rebuild these. You know, the rebuild kits. So I, I bought everything to rebuild all the shocks. I, I bought six shocks. Rebuild kits, buying in the volume. It was less than $9 a kit to rebuild the shocks. Very nice. Yeah. Very the, nice. The oil... I think I, I paid 55 for a gallon of the oil. All six shocks took most of that gallon. And our buddy so. Dan was able to help you charge them up and all that? Yep, yeah, again, thank you, Dan. Very much appreciated on that. Um, got an air charge from him, so everything's all correct on that. And, yeah, they're ready to go, ready to rock and roll. I'm excited. Very and cool. the idea was I'm buying six. I need four. I can't use the other two. I'm going to still go through all the process, rebuild them, refinish them sell them get some of the money back i spent on all the parts and bushings and everything to rebuild you're gonna rebuild adapters. longer ones they're already done oh you did all yeah, eight i did all six at one oh, time six yeah. six okay <clears throat> Jeez. so the i had one the inflator knob broke off though so i gotta replace that recharge it and it's done but it's got new oil new seals and everything new wear bands new bushings to them selling, still have the half-inch race bushings, but I just made sure all those were good bushings, and it's okay. yeah, ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Very nice, very yeah. nice. So the, you've got these uh, installed on Pegasus now, or what? Yep, they're installed as of uh, today, and I, I I was hoping to have it done to be able to drive it here, but like I said, I just the time. It was so hot today. I, I, I've had over a gallon of water today just trying to rehydrate. And I, I even then I had to stop take breaks because I was just getting too hot to keep going. Yeah, <laughs> cement was burning my legs. The, you know, leaning over the tire to work on the front ones, it was just burning me. Mm. It was so unbelievably hot. So I have one reservoir left to mount, and then I'm good. The rears ended up having to get mounted to the frame, which is eh, not how I wanted to do it, but it works. Oh, yeah, like horizontal with the frame? Yeah. I've seen yep. that before on the TJs. Yeah, yeah. There's not, not a lot of room back there. No, no, there is not. And I am so glad that I have to do those upper mounts when I had the fuel tank out. Wow. I don't know how in God's name I would have done it in place. Oh, Sp- man. <laughs> Speaking of TJs, um, I'm going to do a little bit of a shout-out on Fortunately, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I want to say, I want to say Derek, but I don't think that's right. Um, I went out to pick up some parts for our mutual friend Dan. Um, he had picked up uh, some JK gears uh, from a, a, a guy, and mm-hmm. uh, I happened to be working about <coughs> uh, ten miles from there. Nice. So I went and uh, went over and. Picked him up, and the guy had in his garage mint condition TJ frame. Nice. All like, I don't know if it was poor 15 or if it was like chassis saver or what he'd put on it, but mm-hmm. it was all painted black. It had, uh, it was four linked um, with uh, JK axles underneath it. Ooh. Chevy 4.3 V6. He was just about ready to put in a NV 3500 with a. Uh, 231C slash J hybrid transfer case. Uh, almost identical to what we built to our mutual buddy Jason's uh, yeah. YJ Jeep years ago. We put a 4.3 with that same combo in it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, How? What did you do with the transfer case? Uh, so you use the front half of the Chevy transfer case to mate it to the Chevy oh, transmission. Okay. Yeah, that makes The sense back then. half of the Jeep transfer case, so you it'll bolt to the Jeep drive shaft and give you the speedometer gear because the Chevy's only had an electronic nice. in that era. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's pretty neat. And yeah. you can use the Chevy planetary, so you can go with, a, I think it's a six-pinion six plan. Yep. Yeah, versus the yeah. three in the Jeep or yep. whatever. I did that on my XJ. Then mm-hmm. then the uh, running the Dodge two thirty one chain and sprockets. Okay. So you get a one and a quarter inch versus a one inch. Yeah, so there's stronger. there's beef up ways you you can do things and yeah. So yeah, it's just a really cool thing. We nice. ended up talking uh, jeeps and trucks and four by fours for about a half an hour. It was nice, nice to get out and talk to another uh, wheel enthusiast. And you're just saying it's not nice to talk to me. Well, I mean, you know, I'm hurt. I mean, I get it. We do this every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and some of what you say is a little shocking. So, oh, wow, dum dum, wow, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm glad I could uh, levitate your mm-hmm. um, level of enjoyment here. Those aren't the words I meant. That's <laughs> what came to no, mind. No, actually, these shocks don't <clears throat> levitate. You dampered my enjoyment. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> well, let's rebound this conversation. Get back on top. Oh, about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say, don't play word chess with me. I was an English major, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I should have known better. But. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, no, I'm just glad to see you're doing that. I'm really looking forward to Pegasus being oh, back God, on the road soon. Uh, as miss, you know, my, my 55 manual. Chevy car is going to be on the road soon, and I'm hoping to put a little bit of love into Project Excursion, mm. uh, using the 55 as kind of a driver for a little bit while I do that. Nice. We'll see how that works with my work schedule, because <laughs> unfortunately right now I'm on a period where I'm taking and uh, jumping from job site to job site, so mm-hmm. I really need the excursion because it's just packed full of crap all yeah. the time. Uh, but if I get onto a job site where I can unload most of my tools, throw them in a gang box or room or something like that mm-hmm. and i can park excursion for a couple of weeks and do some work on it that would that be works, ideal yeah. so we'll see how it works but yeah um man uh it has been fun you got anything else i know we're kind of rambling on this episode but um I'm not glad, really uh, i'm just once i'm done with this i'm gonna get back on project xj because I, I want that thing done i'm really realizing the need for a second vehicle now i've been doing a lot of stuff lately and Long distance, you know, I and I'm, I'm very grateful, you know, I can borrow either of my parents' cars. Short mm-hmm. distance, I got the truck. Not a, and I can use that long distance, but 10 miles to the gallon versus 30. And, I mean, they're, they're, my parents' cars have AC, which is nice. I miss AC. I really miss air conditioning. Is uh, XJ going to have AC? <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Not at first. Um, I have everything to do it. I, it was just, it was a time constraint thing. Mm. So, I have everything. I... Just need to redrill the adapter plate, and that's it. Okay. So, right. And then charge it. So. And I would <clears> say you have it ready for wheels in the woods, but I'm not going to go with that guarantee because oh. you've promised me two years now that you're going to have it. One. Ready. Promised two. one year. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. All right, buddy. Um, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find more information, where they can hang out with us, and all of that. Well, uh, Keith's house is located on, I forgot the name of this road already, so I can't mm, give that address. It depends on who you're talking to. It's got about six different names. Good, good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we'll just avoid that address. But if you go on to Facebook, type in 4x4talk in the search bar or facebook.com slash groups slash 4x4talk, they can get access to our community page there, answer a couple quick questions, see what everybody else is posting, what people are talking about. 
Uh, interact with both Keith and myself on that page. You'll see updates of my projects, his projects there. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash radio, get access to our after show, which uh, follows this one right away. A lot of cool bonus stuff we just can't get to in the regular show. It's a little bit more relaxed, kind of let loose, have fun kind of thing. A lot of fun. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, again, of course, and as always, a huge thanks to Mr. Andrew, our producer. Uh, without him, none of this would be possible. Thank you very much. Greatly appreciated. And then, uh, yeah, if you are still watching or following us on YouTube, make sure you hit like and subscribe. See any of the future content that we do add on there. So with that, I'll say thanks for listening and have a good one, everybody.